Extreme PC UK. Hi and welcome to episode 86 of Extreme Peace UK podcast. I'm your host Nick, also known as Extreme Peace UK on all platforms. Uh, today is the 27th of February and today on the show we have... Hi, I'm Gamer 25 known by that name everywhere. Hi, I'm Vegan Spaceman. <laughs> you would never believe this, but I'm known as Vegan Spaceman everywhere as well. And in space. Man, you should and be known as Mr. Pixelated Man everywhere because you are pixelate hard. Well, when you stream and podcast from a spaceship, you can't expect the signal to be perfect. So as long as you can hear me, it's all good. Wait, you should be using faster than light technology, so it should be like perfect. Hold on a minute. He yeah, I'm, be going through, I'm going through a bit of radiation at the moment. Your name oh, okay. shouldn't be Vegan Spaceman. It should be Vegan Shipman. Vegan Shipman. Uh, vegan Boatman. Man. Vegan pixel man? Because you're not actually in a spaceship, you're in a boat. <laughs> a boat is a ship. That's true. But it's not a spaceship. Well, he if, called himself if a spaceship. If I wanted man. to take this to space, I could take it to space. No, you okay. couldn't. I'm currently... In fact, I am in space. This boat right now is in space. 25 tons, that boat. That ain't going well, to space. <clears throat> to be honest, you occupy a space, so... You're you're in space. Man. We're all in space. We're all spacemen and women. You're just a, a dust speck. In the uh, vast, <laughs> man, how far is this going to go? <laughs> well, we've got three hours. Let's keep going. That's uh, right. Eventually, we're making into other stuff. Yeah. Um. Uh, before we get into anything, I was going to say, um, I've been off work all week because, um, and I, do, I don't know if you two know this. Gray knows it, and some of the community yep. members know it. I was playing in the bedroom with my kids, and my kids are like, um, eight, nine, and nine, and thirteen, and. So I'm riding around the floor fighting and messing around and my 13-year-old decides she's going to jump off the bunk bed into my back. She literally collapsed me, man. Literally broke my back. I had to go to hospital and have x-ray on my back and my arm. And do you know what's really annoying? Do you know how long it takes to get an x-ray back from hospital? Yeah, you told me this. I'm like, what? Four weeks. That's utterly crazy. I've got Hold a on. back like a pretzel. Yeah. That's what Jansen keeps calling me. <laughs> I mean, that is really bad. I mean, you, over here, maybe we don't have, you know, uh, legalized, not legalized, but social medicine or whatever. But we, you get an x-ray and you go to the emergency room, you know what the x-ray is like within an hour. Yeah, but you paid for it. You paid for it, but your insurance covers it, so. <laughs> you still paid for it, too. You're paying, paying with your taxes. That's too bad, though. You couldn't get it. But Yeah, I get my money. I hope you're feeling, I hope you're feeling a little better. I hope you're on your ibuprofen or whatever. Uh, no, I'm allergic to that kind of that. It makes you pass out. Uh, in, in fact, do you know what? Uh, this is one little thing you, you probably wouldn't believe. A lot of people don't believe it. A lot of people think I'm a bit of a geezer and I've been about and experimented with lots of uh, chemicals before. But I'll have you know, I've never taken any tablets. The only thing I ever take is a paracetamol. I don't take anything else. Paracetamol is a tablet. Yeah, but that's the only one I take and that's very, very rarely. If Unless I've got a proper migraine, I won't take any tablets because I don't... A bit like vegan over there. I don't trust where they go, where they've been made and who's making them and if they're all just set up as a big conspiracy to make us just spend money. Uh, However, you do partake of liquid things, right? We know that. Yeah. Huh? Beer. The biggest conspiracy <laughs> of them all. Vodka. <laughs> Not really, because I know what I get out of that. Do you? Do you remember everything? <laughs> I can't remember yesterday. <laughs> exactly. exactly. There we go. Yeah, there Case you go. Point. But he remembers when he hurt his back, so hey. <laughs> yeah. How, right. Have you guys had a good week? How are you both? 
Uh, well, I didn't yeah, have a good, good start to the week because a 13 year old dive bombed. She actually said she was trying <laughs> to do what she does at swimming. You know, where you bomb and you go in, you make the big splash. She thought you were a swimming pool. Yeah. She was using... <laughs> That's hilarious. She saw my back from the bunk bed and thought, I know, I'm going to bomb him in the back. And she did. And literally, I splattered all over the floor. Yeah, but don't, we don't want to lay it funny. on because she's too thick because she's going to feel so much worse. You don't want her to feel worse. No, I did actually <laughs> ring her up because she lives with her mum. So I rang her up two days later and said, you know when you jumped on my back, you smashed it up and I couldn't go to work and I might have a broken back. Thanks for that. And then I got a phone. <laughs> Just uh, how old is she? 13. <laughs> okay. Not too bad. My, when my daughter was about two, she was playing in a playing in a cardboard box and I put my eye up to a hole in the box and she poked her finger through and poked my eye and... I thought she just bruised it. it. It was absolute agony, and I tried to go to sleep with it. Next morning, woke up. It was still in absolute agony. Went to the emergency eye clinic. It turned out she'd torn the cornea of my eye. They had to Ooh. peel it off. Ooh, they had to peel man. it off. They had to give me uh, anesthetic drops to basically numb it, and then painkiller eye drops, and I had to basically just cover it up and try and man. keep that eye closed for 48 hours, and literally it just fully healed up. The eye is really the eye has the most yeah yeah it's the fastest healing part of our body it's Mine insane isn't. but yeah because <laughs> <laughs> I I rolled a car at 100 miles an hour and my eye got smashed against the wall and I've actually got a big chunk of my eye socket here missing um and over the at the time I got out of the car and walked off and it was no problem and then yeah. later on in the day I started doing computers and I get a double like I can see ghosting everywhere I look. So any screen or air life, I look at the moon at night where I see two of them. And what it is, is because I killed all the muscles in one eye around the outside. So it's lazy compared to the other eye. Oh, yeah, that's different. That's the muscles. I'm on about the yeah. actual eyeball is the fastest healing part. Eyeball pool with um, some vodka. I thought I'd have to have glasses <laughs> or something because they were yeah. literally tearing the thing uh, off. I'll tell you no, what. They said, they said it just re-heals re itself. I'll tell you one thing. If anyone is well into graphics out there and, and they like good graphics... The best thing for best graphics is to go and get the opticians to check your eyes out because they tell you that your eyes are knackered. You get some glasses, you put it on, you're like, whoa, it's just gone into HD. Yeah. <laughs> it is like that, no lie, man. You don't need to upgrade from a GTX 970 anymore, just get glasses. <laughs> Scooby just said uh, he's popping plenty of them, um, tablets, I take it, because he just came back from the dentist today. Man, I could do with a dentist. Oh, no. Nick the trampoline, human trampoline. Man, yes. right. She thought I was a trampoline, but I was yes. more of a pillow. Yes, no more injuries. We all just broke her fall. Another <laughs> um, right, let's get into this. Uh, first thing I want to talk about, uh, as we do every week at the moment, our Patreon. Um, this week we put out uh, a couple of bits. Uh, one of them was the second part, and I know you've seen this, Gray, of the mm -hmm. Dan A4 SFX small form full build. So we've done part one where we talked about the parts. And then this week we brought out part two, where it's actually me building the small form PC. Did you see it, Gray? Yes. What did you think of my video editing I, skills? Yeah. They're getting better, aren't they? they? Actually, you're doing pretty good considering you never did it before. So. I only started using Premiere Pro, which is like a pro um, video editing thing on the first video. I'm probably on my fourth video now. Um, and you wait till the next video, man. <sighs> Got some good stuff in surprise for there, man. <laughs> But um, yeah, and the other thing I wanted to talk about about the Patreon was um, that basically what I'm going to do for Patreons now is if you're a $5 upwards, 
you'll now get all the podcasts. This one that we're recording right now uh, will be uploaded to the Patreon after the show. So anyone that does um, sub to the Patreon, they can watch these shows back whenever they want. There's no time limit on it because I know on Twitch you get a month um, of, I think it's 14 days, but now you can just watch them back whenever you want um, at your own viewing pleasure. So that's Will something. those be uh, downloadable too? Yeah, no? no. So what it is, I download it after the show and then I put it out on our Patreon as a file so everybody on Patreon will get that file. They'll get emailed saying, here's the podcast for last night. Oh, very cool. So they and, can download it watch it at their leisure. Yeah, and the the good thing about this is because there was an issue with this before because what was happening is you was getting like Twitch subs um, and then you was getting normal people that, that aren't a sub and then what was happening, everybody was watching the show back randomly whenever they wanted on Twitch and the problem it caused was no one actually turned up to the show. So we had to do something about that, so we made it for subs. Um, but now with the Patreon as well, it's making it so that everyone's a patron gets all the good stuff um, firsthand. So yeah, that's great. That's why. But yeah, um, one thing I did want to say because it's the end of this week. This is the last week before our Patreon magazine comes out. It goes out on the first of March. This PC magazine looks amazing. If you're into PC builds, uh, it basically has four um, PC. Who's alarms going? Was that you, Jance? Jansen's sitting behind me working on the magazine people. He's got alarm for his dinner. You hear that was him. his deadline. That was his, his deadline, deadline to go and turn it. the oven off. Man, some people, eh? Anyway. Um, is Jan- Jansen is aware that it's a leap year, right? So he, he has got one extra day to get the magazine done. That's not good enough. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the magazine will be going out. In the magazine, it will be having um, four high-end custom PCs with questionnaires um going out to all the people about like all the questions that we've written about that we let me start that again man man i'm getting in a tongue twister so basically <laughs> basically what happens is the lips the mouth and the, the lips tongue. the mouth and the tongue stop talking too fast you dopey <laughs> bastard um <Too> fast <laughs> yeah so basically it will have like four high-end pcs like the pcs we put out and then it'll have all of our questions towards that pc and it'll be all about the builder how he built it why he built it There'll be four of them high ends. There'll be one community build that's normally going to be out of our Discord, so it'll be a normal build. There's going to be like a Twitch area. There's going to be a actual setup room area, and then there's going to be a couple of extra things I can't tell you about at the moment, which are secret. But when they go out, people will probably be pretty shocked, which Gray obviously knows about. Um, but yeah, the the actual magazine. I'm just going to run through quickly. I hope no one's getting bored of this about our tiers because we've changed them slightly. So you can give a first one... things first. Yeah. They can find these tiers Where? at patreon.com forward slash extreme PC UK. Very good, vegan. Lifesaver. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um so the first tier would be just a one dollar. That's just for people that want to say thanks for the podcast, for the Twitch streams and the community. You don't have to do that if you want to, it just helps us out. Um and then the second one now is gonna be a free dollar. That's just the magazine. So you just get the magazine once a month. Um, then there'll be a $5, which you'll get the magazine. You'll get um, all of the videos. You'll get added into all the polls uh, and questionnaires and any other images or sound or anything like that you'll get. Then you've got the $10 tier, which is the ultimate tier for the highest support. And that gives you all the blooper reels for all the videos you make, which are pretty funny. Um, it gives you like behind the scenes stuff. Um, and it always gives you like extras to what no one else gets. It's more of a personal touch. 
Um, but yeah, just go and check out our Patreon, anyone that hasn't. And anyone that already subs to us on Patreon, uh, we much appreciate it. It really helps us out. And if we can, people, if we can get it to the point we're making a certain amount, we will actually have this as our full-time job, just doing crazy videos and messing about with computers and stuff like that uh, every day. Just me and Jansen here, bringing the, the goods. I think I need to ask the question that's burning on everybody's mind, well, and that is, if it gets to a certain level, when is the OnlyFans going to open up? OnlyFans? You've never heard of OnlyFans? No. <laughs> I haven't either. What's that? What is that? I'm I'm not saying anymore. I'll let you look at it after the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Something on Patreon we don't, we don't know about? Is this some, some streamer? I noticed some streamers were doing it and um, uh, a stream of people I know have started setting up OnlyFans. So, yeah, it's, it's basically a bit more um, personal, should I oh, say. Oh, right, yeah, it's one of them ones, Barfwater and everything. Yeah. Probably, oh yeah, it probably is bath water as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in fact, yeah. When when are you going to put the bath water in the Patreon? Uh, no one wants my bath water, mate. <laughs> <laughs> That's you, yeah. how do you know that? Do you want to buy some? I'll send you a free sample if you want. I'm Six already. I can have water. your bath water at any time. I don't need to Rank. go on Patreon for that. You can no. his boat in it. Yeah. Uh, Scooby says <laughs> he went for a root filling. He's not talking much. Man, I hate them. Uh, little Miss Larrick, she says, I have no money for that yet. I'm sorry. It's not good enough. Get your money together and get our patron. Otherwise, we're sacking you. You don't even work for us. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> um, yeah, it doesn't matter if you don't. Uh, everything in the, in the whole community is still free. So, like, you still got all Discord. All of our shows are free. Podcast is free. That's always going to stay that way. Um, it's never going to change. It's just if you want to support us or if you can, or if you want to get, like, the YouTube videos or the computer builds, it's more of a... You have to be a computer enthusiast to be on the Patreon because it's all about computer stuff. So it's all about like... You don't like, have to be. You don't have to it's, be. It's it's geared towards PC enthusiasts. Yeah, yeah PC enthusiasts, gaming, and, and shows. Ga- and gaming, right? Stuff. Kind yeah, of like yeah gaming as well. Gaming as well. And by the way, for the people that are listening out there, I'm privy to maybe about 30-40% of the Patreon magazine that I can't talk about. But just from what I've seen, it's like it's really great. I think y'all are going to really like it. And I haven't even seen it all well, yet. Well, I think the one thing that people are going to be shocked about, we're a two-man team. It's me and Jansen. You know how much work we do already for all the community. This magazine, this is we think it can rival other PC magazines just because of what's in it. We found a massive gap in the market. And it's a magazine that I would like to see. I would like to read about other people's high-end PCs, like custom-built uh... ones. Is there going to be a CD each week that includes demos of different software? No, if you want that, you need to go and buy some cornflakes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? Do you remember the old PC magazines and you used to get like a CD yeah, with loads shareware. of... Yeah, loads yeah. of viruses. Oh, uh, one thing that I will say, though, to everybody, which is a very vital thing, the first episode we will be putting out for free to everyone because we want to spread the love. We want to get it out to everyone so people can see what it's like. So... Everyone gets access oh, to the I first, see. the first one, um, that's and then the gateway drug. Yeah, gateway drug. To all <laughs> you of read it, others. and then that's it. You're you're, you're trapped forever. <laughs> you forever belong to Extreme PC UK, Nick and Jansen. <laughs> so <laughs> sounds so dodgy. Uh, <laughs> Mystic dude, he's put in there. Little Miss Larock. Um, ask someone for the mag once they've read it. Say it's for the table of the doctors or something. <laughs> there you go. Nice. Um. But yeah, right, let's get into that. That's enough of Patreon stuff. Uh, I've bored you all to death enough with it. 
Um, let's just get... as a reminder, you can find it at patreon.com forward slash extreme PC UK. Cheers, dude. Um, right. Uh, let's get into the news. First thing I wanted to talk about was we've got two games that I played, which I don't really want to go a lot into about. Um, but I played Magic, and I know Vegan, you love Magic. You played Magic. I played Magic for a good three or four hours. Um, okay, tell tell me your experience. I'm excited to hear about this. This should be interesting. As a new player, someone that's never played Magic before, talk us through how it was. It was all right. <laughs> <laughs> that sums it up yeah no basically i did like it but it's not something i'm gonna pursue because i found it to be a bit repetitive um and mm. like i've done when you start the game you do these first five um card boxes so you have to do like five um like computer ai monsters or whatever yeah yeah and you go up yeah, against them to, yeah to learn the um, basics and then i played a couple of people after that but i found the people smashed the crap out of me in the game <laughs> and i just thought oh, i'm done with this and then i got off oh so it wasn't repetitive you just got owned yeah i got owned. real yeah truth. i did i did get owned but the thing is i liked <laughs> the i liked the style of gameplay and the way the cards work and stuff like that but i yeah. do have to say i just didn't have enough energy in it i reckon i'd enjoy it more playing the actual card game the paper version yeah, yeah like sitting around a table your mates messing around yeah, it is good. I do prefer paper. Like I, mm. I and plus the format I play isn't on the digital version, so which yeah. is a bit of a shame. They're, they're slowly pushing more historic stuff onto that platform. There's no voice uh, chat um, either, is there? No, no, and yeah, and you've only got like a few things you can say. So it really, it kind of takes away from what the core element, the core thing for Magic is for me personally, is actually socializing with people so so yeah but it is good to learn the game and it is good to learn the, the standard format so it would you, probably you be very quickly. so much better if you could have like a voice chat yeah you could be like ah, i got this card and then send it <laughs> get wrecked scrub yeah how you like that how you like them apples is it multiplayer <laughs> uh yeah, yeah you can play with your friends um but you can play voice... obviously on discord but the yeah, thing is, I I wanted to play the game... You can invite on Discord as well. Yeah, but I wanted to play it because I'm looking for a game like that, which is competitive. I'm looking at the moment, if anyone's got any advice for me, I'm looking it's... for a competitive game, which is played as a competitive game, like at shows and things like that, which is more of a strategy game over like Apex and stuff like that. I want something a bit like StarCraft. I've never played StarCraft. Maybe I should try that. Magic's the yeah. one. Give it, like, give it more of a chance and you're, like, obviously you're getting owned. That is mm. like it is one of the most competitive games. Well, I noticed you, you have to build up and build up and build up your cards as you go. Like you build up the yeah, land. Yeah, you get wild. You get wild cards, so it's actually quite easy. Mm. Once you know, know just... once you know, you can also look at like deck lists online if you really want to. If you want to kind of get to the top quickly, you can look at deck deck lists online that have won. I'm not that kind of events. person, though, dude. Deck, deck no. You're talking to the wrong man. You need to be talking to Gray about making lists. Yeah, right. <laughs> See, Gray will play a game, and then when he gets off in his spare time, he'll write a whole list up about tips and tricks and stuff like that. Me, which helps I can't even be bothered to look at the internet. I'm like, well, nah, I just, this ain't doing I it for me. I'm out. I found out something new, though, about you, you Nick. You haven't played StarCraft. That's like <laughs> vegan who hasn't seen Spaceballs. Come on. StarCraft might, um, is one of those games. Like, dude, I know, you haven't I've, played it. StarCraft 3. reminder. Starcraft the first one or the second one? You haven't played either one? No. Man. You would well, like it. It's a strategy game, dude. 
It's about civilization in space. No, no, no. no. But it's a strategy. It's it's a strategy game. You would like it. Do you remember Total Total Annihilation? I didn't like that. Didn't like it. Uh, There's an open source version of that now. Apparently, I just heard the other week. I liked Transport Tycoon. Open Transport Tycoon. Whatever it's called. Competitive. Right. Anyway, move on. Let's move on. Because I didn't want to go back into magic again. I just thought I'd let you know, Vegan, that I played it. Yeah, thanks. It's Translation, just... he never wants to hear it again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. done. It's Don't out. ever bring that up again, <laughs> anyone. <laughs> Downrange says Nick gets owned no matter what. Come on, man. That's true. That's not That's very true. fair, we is did it? Just, we did literally just have one quick game of Ring of Elysium before the stream. And we yeah, did get yeah. owned, and we got owned by our own teammate, um, <laughs> Extreme PC UK, Who that? crashing. Who was that? Crashing the vehicle into no, a tree. Well, someone shot the car. The car set on fire, and then I tried to dodge, and I hit a tree, and then we blew up. But, it was um, so funny. There's only one person in this world that owns me, and that's my daughter jumping off the bunk bed onto my back. Obviously, to be fair, you got owned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's move on. Anyway, move on, move on, move on. Move on. Move I've, on. I've got loads Good. of news. Um, Next. Have you ever played RimWorld? I haven't, but I know. Dude, of it. you need to play RimWorld. That'd be you'd love that game. I mean, you'd absolutely love it. You can I change all of your streamers to the people, and they they've got real personalities. They do all these crazy stuff. Um, RimWorld. That's my bit of news. There's a new DLC they've just brought out for fifteen pounds forty nine pence, and uh, it's called Royalty. And basically, it brings like loads of new quests. Um, and they're like constructing special buildings, assisting people, different sites and threats and stuff like that. And like it brings a whole new section because this whole game is built around personalities. Everyone's got personality traits, like loads of them. Like So one guy might be uh, a psychopath. One might like to look at dead bodies. So he sneaks out of the camp all the time and looks at dead bodies when they're dead. Stuff like that. One might be addicted to drugs. Um, but they've all got these like crazy... Uh, traits but now in this new royalty version in the dlc they have demand so they could be like a prince and they'll be like well my room's not good enough i want all my furniture gold plated um and, and if <laughs> you've played if you've played rimworld you'll understand about how intense it is with every single item in the game's got like all stats like lots of them um and they all the numbers add up so your character have buffs and debuffs like loads of them for not eating at the right table, not having a nice chair to sit on, stuff like that, not having a nice bedroom. And all of these things are really, really in-depth built into the game. So this royalty takes it to the next level where, like, you have to treat people like royalty. Um, I will definitely try and get around to playing this at some point, but I still haven't finished my old game. So... Hmm. But Vigod, I'm telling you, you'd love that game. Okay, I might give it a go one day. I just don't have time for it at the moment. Yeah, so much, so much other games. Cheers to play. for that so sub, Jaeger. Yeah, much appreciated, man. Um, and for my last bit of news, uh, this is a bit more computer related, and I know a lot more people were asking about computer related news. Uh, NZXT, you both know NZXT? Yeah. They yep. make computer parts. Well, Good they've cases, yeah. Now you know we done the Dan case on the Patreon. We built that little tiny case, didn't we? At the moment, I see a lot of people in general public and in the Discord and everything looking for smaller cases, and I think NZXT have just blown it out of the water. Um, I've actually got a picture of it just here. Let's go to the big screen. Uh, If you take a look at that, this is their new case. It's called the H1 Mini ITX case, and this is the first case like this that we've seen. 
Now, this case is $349, or it's around 270 quid. But the thing that's very unique about it is, it's quite small. It's bigger than the, like the Dan case and all the really, really small cases. But it's built for water cooling. It comes with a 140mm radiator built into the case. So you don't need to buy the water cooler. And you don't need to try and squeeze it in like you do in a Dan case. It fits in there and it's 140mm. And it's designed for that case. And NZXT ain't no strangers to water cooling. So they know what they're doing. Also, when you buy it, you get a 650-watt PSU that's uh, fully modular. So the nice. case is 270 quid, but you do get two items which are normally 100 quid each in there. So it's yeah, not it's too bad. The PSU is rated too, right? Sorry? I said the PSU is rated as well, right? What do you mean rated? Uh, you know, the bronze rated. or silver. Oh, rated. Yes, rated. I thought you said rated, and I was like, how do no, you do a raid on a PSU? I was going to say, it's not hard drive. <laughs> Rated, rated, yeah. It's um, I believe it's it's rated gold, isn't it? Um, oh no, it's eighty plus, eighty plus. Uh, it's not, which is is that bronze? I think that's bronze, yeah. But that's pretty good considering they put that in a case. They could have put anything in there. Yeah, um, it comes in black and white, and the nice thing about it is it's got like, as you can see in that picture, it's got all the holes down the back, but on the front, it's actually got a nice, real nice glass panel. And to take these panels off, the front and back just pull off. They're on little poppers. And then the whole side is like a sheath. You just unsheath it, like, and it slides off of the case, um, revealing what the picture on the right, which is the, the framework. And you can fit a full-size graphics card in there. I reckon that is, if I was going to go for a small form case, that's the one I'd have on my desk. What do you think, people? Can you well, color that? Can you paint it? You can paint it whatever color you want, mate. Uh, I like it, it's nice. A lot of people have painted... It's compact, clever design. Yeah, a lot of people have painted the back panel uh, a certain colour and then left the sides white. But yeah, mm. really, really nice little case. Um, and I thought it, it, it's worth putting this down as a bit of news. Follow, following on from that, actually, NZXT have also announced a... Um, the big case. one CPU cooler that has a screen on it. So on the bit that goes on top of the mm. CPU is a little screen that you been can program done though, and have pictures and stuff on. I don't know if it's been done before. It's been done because you know who the first week. person was to bring one of them out? You. Me and Jansen built a 60 hertz round screen on a water cooler three years ago. Then Asus was the first person to bring it out and they brought out only a 30 hertz screen. And then when we showed them ours, which was a 60 hertz screen, I was like, wow. Um, and then... You've got all the other people that followed on from that doing it. But the thing is, you'll notice a lot of these companies do it and then they reverse and they go back to just having uh, like pictures. And I think mm. the reason for it is, is the programming. It's all very well and good bringing out a water cooler with a screen on it. But what I don't think people are prepared for is people getting issues with that screen. Not even issues, just programming it. You've got to have a whole department to, to explain to people how to do it. Do you know what I mean? It's not a straightforward yeah, I thing. Think, I think they've made some software to make it easier. Um, but, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I think you just said, like, add GIFs or photos or videos to it. Yeah, but they all of them we've had have had issues um, from every company. You, you use them and they get frozen. You can't get the picture off. And, you know, it's all a bit gimmicky. Uh, we come up with mm. it a long, long time ago. It is a good idea and it is a very nice touch. Um, but, yeah, it is what it is, I suppose. Hmm. But, yeah, that's nice. that's my news. Ray, what's your news, dude? 
Okay, my news is a Ghost Recon Breakpoint. They have a new immersive mode that was supposed to come out this month, but now apparently it's been delayed. What is immersive mode? Well, when Ghost Recon uh, Breakpoint first came out, it had a lot of problems, a lot of bugs. Same as every other uh, game nowadays. Yeah, but it lost Ubisoft like considerable amounts of money. Um, so they've done everything they can to try to bring it back up. And I will say, now that I'm playing the game, after all this, they've fixed many things, so I will give them credit for that. But the immersive mode is their way of saying that, listen, we're going to take everything that you have told us seriously that you don't like about the game that you want to see in the game, and we're going to do it. What, so apparently they've, they've, they've been working on this thing for a while, and apparently they're going to bring in all these different updates uh, very, very soon with all the things that people want to see added into the game, um, including some things that were in some of the previous, I guess, versions of uh, Ghost Recon. Uh, the only thing is that it had to be delayed. They weren't able, not going to come when they want to exactly, uh, but they're talking about it being uh, coming around sometime in in the spring. So they just got done doing the Terminator thing that I talked about a couple weeks ago, and now they're going to be adding a bunch more stuff in there, uh, different modes, different classes. Not a fan of the Terminator updates, modes. Everything. It was okay. I mean, I enjoyed it for what for what it was, but they're going to be going through a lot more bigger things uh, with the game. And they really have to because they, they look like mud when it came out, so they really need to do something. Mm. Um, and apparently they've, they've at least listened, and there's more people coming into the game now than there used to be. So at least the developer listened instead of just fading away, you know, which is nice. Yeah. Mm. And That's the first one. Yeah, Scooby said in the chat uh, that the case looks pretty cool, but for the price, if I was going to ITX, I'd say take a look at the Lian Li PC Q37. So I was just getting that picture up right now while you're talking. That's why. Like, yeah. Well, you guys like Leanne Lee, so uh, I do. I do really like Leanne Lee. To be fair, um, uh, I just don't want to pick out. Well, someone. Mystic Mystic said that there's a there's a case out there that looks like the Xbox, the new Xbox. Do you know what? It's quite funny. I haven't even seen this case before. I haven't seen this case before, dude. Scooby, that is a good case. And I have to tell Jansen about this literally right now. Jans, Jans, uh, he skived off downstairs. Look, he's meant to be working behind me. He's gone downstairs <laughs> to eat dinner. I'm going to leave that on there though because Scooby, that case, I've never seen that from Leanne Lee. That's just like like the cases that we've built in before, but absolutely tiny. That's that's is a it, wicked is case. This, is this some kind of thing where everybody's going to tiny? What's the deal with uh, look, small just stuff? so everyone can see on the live stream? So that is the Lian Lee case, and if you look at the size of the graphics card, it's a, it's the width of a graphics card. Um, that's a full length graphics card. Um, hmm. I don't. You would. You probably would get a water cooler in the top of there. Um, I, I prefer that to the Dan case, to be fair, because that it's got a picture. It's got a picture of the radiator in the top. Uh, yeah, but I, just, I didn't really want to use other people's pictures on here. Yeah, no, no. I mean, like you can fit, you can fit one in, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's a nice little case, man. You yeah, might have just found my next space build. right above the motherboard. So why why is everybody going small all of a sudden? What's the thing the is, small? because it's nice to have on your desk. Climate change, space. Yeah, sure. <laughs> man, here we go again. I have to sack this. Weekend. I don't think so. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but I mean, oh, no. it doesn't. I, I think it's. I think it's really neat to see if you can build it within a small one for the challenge of building it into a small. Uh, no, case. there's it's a few reasons. Like Solaris Fire fair, says, look... uh, going to land, it's easy to take a small case on your desk. It's nice to have a small case. The one thing is, it's compromised between um, cost and uh, performance because 
the smaller you go, the more heat you build up. The more heat you build up, the, the less you can overclock it and stuff like that. Um, and the smaller it is, the less like um, stuff you get on your motherboard and bits and pieces added to it. So if you go for a full-size motherboard, you get a lot of stuff on there. If you go for a really small one, you pay over the odds for the same stuff in a small one. So it's it's mm. it depends on every person, really. Right. Um, right. I, I like the bigger I mean, case also look at, personally, but... If you also look at the trends of pretty much all technology, it does all go smaller anyway. Like phones have got smaller, although they got bigger again. But phones get smaller. Yeah, I was gonna say iPhone now is getting phones. smaller. Yeah, like cameras are getting smaller, so they can fit better cameras mm. in in small spaces. So you know, it is it's just kind of a natural trend we have with technology. Yeah, Solaris Fire said, uh, "Yeah, ITX motherboards are super cut down. Only one PCIe slot." Uh, so no extra cards yet. So you can only get one card on there. That's not too much of a bad thing now in this day and age because they are trying to break away from having like um, crossfire and LS, S, uh, SLI. Um, you can still get it though. If you want four cards, you can actually hit up NVIDIA or whoever and they'll give you the drivers for four cards. But I just can't see the point in it anymore yeah, for the, yeah. the losses you're getting each card you put in. Um, it just looks like on a dream machine. You load a bunch of cards in there and go, but yeah, yeah, you don't need it. Right, let's move on. Next, Gray, what was your next news? Cheers, people. Next for is, uh, I assume a lot of people out there have heard of Black Mesa. Black Mesa is a fan Black reworking. Mesa. Black Mesa is is a reworking of the game Half Life, which Steam uh, or Valve, I should say, has sanctioned and said go ahead. And the fans have been working on this game for fifteen years. Fifteen years. Fifteen years, and it's well, finally going to come someone out. Someone fifteen of, uh, years ago was like, "Should we pl- make another game called Black Mesa?" And then it, another guy was amazing, like, it, it, "Yeah, that would be good." And then they just didn't work on it for fourteen and a half years. No, <laughs> they've actually been working on it off and on for all these all this time. Black Mesa has become pretty popular in gaming circles because they know what it is, and I've heard many good things about it. I have not actually pl- played Black Mesa, but it's going to be coming out of early access finally. And will go on sale on Steam March 5th. You're going to buy it? I'm going to look at it because from what I've heard, it's going to take all the graphics up a notch. It's going to put a bunch, there's going to be new stuff in it, new stories, other things. I mean, it's a whole reworking. And if that's the case, and it really looks that, that good, hopefully, I, I actually can't wait. It's going to be really interesting. I so a lot of people out there have been waiting for this. Them. Sorry, oh, that. yeah, they, gave, they, they told them from the very beginning that that's cool. Go ahead. It's amazing. Uh, like that's that's really I would, cool. I was surprised like, too. Support for your um, Little Miss Lorock says, "How much is it looking at on Steam?" Uh, twenty bucks USD, so whatever that is in pounds. But uh, that's not that's not bad for a total reworking on a whole it's like game. Seventeen quid. I don't know. I'm just guessing. Yeah, about that. I'll probably do it. I want to see what they've done with it now that it's finally coming out. I thought it would never come out. To be, be honest, I didn't think they'd ever finish it. Do you know where I am on this? I'm out. You can be out. I'll play it, and you can be out. <laughs> it's all, player, just so you know, same. too, we're talking about uh, Valve uh, sanctioning this stuff, there's another game uh, that's not as popular uh, called Hunt Down the Freeman, which is uh, one of the characters from Half- the Half-Life universe, and Valve gave them their blessing to go ahead, in spite of the fact that it's it has flaws. They said, just go ahead. That's no problem. So that's two people. They just said, just do it. Uh, which is pretty hmm, nice. Most devs aren't going to do that. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's like, so it's Black Mesa, really... available March 5th. Anybody wants to jump into that one? I plan on doing it, and I'll report back here you know, when I play it, because I've never played Half-Life. Well, correction. I played 
Half-Life 2, uh, maybe 30% of the game. That's about it. Oh, so it'll be an experience. I never played it. I used, to, I used to complete every game until I started doing the pod. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's that's the news coming for uh, for Black Mesa, so I'm looking forward to it. And right. I got one more piece if you want me to, or we can move Go on. Go for it. Go on, great. Bring the news. Okay. I thought this was kind of interesting. It's just short, but CD Projekt, who obviously we know did Witcher 3 uh, and is working on Cyberpunk 2077, is now the second largest game company in Europe. Really? The only one bit, yeah. The only one bigger than CD Projekt is Ubisoft. That's it. Really? And I didn't real, I, I didn't realize that's they insane. had gained that much. I'm like, wow. I mean, and that's basically well, off. Of, when you have a TV uh, series, right? Yeah. Well, I, I'm sure. Every, no, 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 no. The TV series goes to the writer of the of the uh, books. It doesn't go to uh yeah to CD Projekt whatsoever. Now it didn't hurt when it spurred, it spurred sales. Oh, it helped in in sales of the game, but they made their money on Witcher Three way before the series came out. So anything they make now is just is just candy, you know, icing on the cake. But they've literally built their whole company to the second largest on almost all from one game. The Witcher series, yes, the first and second, but mostly from three. All that mm-hmm. came from three. So you can imagine how much money that is to become the second largest. Which again means Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven better be really good. Better man. be the good. Fun- <laughs> We're just adding on layers of expectation <laughs> in every podcast. Exactly. And it. every time you read these stories, man, they keep layering it on in the in the in the press. It's just like Jesus, you can't you can't have a character in the game sniffle wrong. They're gonna jump all over <laughs> you're gonna jump all over it. I mean it's really. gonna be like that. I don't oh yeah. god. I I do hope that. Well, get this. They they said they've oh, cl- their overall uh, worth apparently is eight billion dollars. Eight billion dollars. That's crazy, man. I did no clue it was that high. And to give you some perspective, uh, they say Ubisoft is around nine point six billion. So for a startup company, so to speak, uh, that that took however many years to get to this point, not many compared to Ubisoft, they're almost equal to Ubisoft. They're only one point six behind. That's mental. That's crazy. And they've only done three games, three or four games. Three or four good <laughs> games. Exactly. You know, I agree. Yeah. But Ubisoft has done how many? That's the difference. That's the difference between that company and all the other companies. You put three or four right. good games out, you get you get known to have the rep of three or four good games. You put out three games, then you put a crap one out, like Fallout 76, you might as well just go and... I and you know. get sacked. <laughs> I yeah. agree. Same I agree. with PC magazines. Yeah, man. Put out three or four good PC magazines. You'll see oh, my that'd... PC magazines. They'll be amazing. <laughs> You'll be set. That's why we're giving the life. first one out for free, so people can see that eye candy and then be like, this is actually Boom. quite good. Magazine crack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's uh, let's all talk to CD Projekt Red about uh, some, maybe a job. Eight billion bucks, man. They can pay us. Because, <laughs> you know, they can sponsor our podcast. Solaris Fire says it was problem. all Gwent. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, I did like Gwent. I played I'm not that for the card games, but I, but I, 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 you, if I were going to try one because I like Witcher so much, I probably would try that one. Have you tried but, it? Great, um, vegan. No, no, I haven't. No. Oh, Gwent, you like that, man? You like that? You should try it. Anyway, let's move on. Vegan, okay. what is your news? Uh, very small bit of news, but there's a leak. It, it looks very the... small in the notes. It's yeah, literally it's... two words of five. Digits. <laughs> digits, characters. Characters, characters digits no, digits. Numbers. Digits and numbers. Characters can encompass all of them. The Say lips, that again? The mouth and the tongue. 
Come on, I want this lesson. <laughs> Come on, give me this English lesson. Digits. Digits are numbers. How about that, Bridget? Car- characters. What do you cover... think about that, Bridget? I don't, I don't know what you're doing because I have the stream paused, so I'm not pixelated. <laughs> oh, there's the digit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you can put a little, your little 10 away. second delay there, but we saw it. Yeah. This, this Sorry. is a family podcast. So you get I your know. digit out. Digit out live on podcast. But live on podcast. Sorry, people. <laughs> so, um, so there was a leaked slide from um, an internal Intel presentation, uh, which has got a bit more information about the Intel GPUs, um, and there's also a fairly solid confirmation they're going to be coming summer this year. Um, so, Ooh, yeah. So there's got some uh, information. So I've put a link. Did I put it in the chat? Yes, I did. Yeah, in the chat, I've put it in. Um, I've sent you a link in Discord as well if you want to add that. In fact, I'll put it here and then you can put it in the background of the podcast. Uh, uh, there you go. It's on the notes, pod notes. So, so essentially, there's three. Uh, I'll try and open it, but it might switch cameras on for a second. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, um, well, so there's three, three, two types. There's an RVP and a SDV. I don't actually know what those mean, um, but more importantly, it's the wattage. So. You've got a, a kind of bog standard seven seventy five one fifty watt, which is kind of your, your average GPU wattage power wise. Um, then you've you got, got the smallest picture ever, dude. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm looking at it. It's like it's like a thumbnail. How are anyone <laughs> no meant to read that? <laughs> no one's gonna see that one. <laughs> Sorry, people. Um, we've teased you again with a picture you can't see. That's, what, that, that's leaks. What else are you going to do with leaks? You, you know, you can't just say, "Excuse me, can you just remake make that leak bigger?" Resolution? You're vegan space yeah. man. You can make a leak bigger. Let's a think leak. about that for a, a vegetable, moment. <laughs> the vegetable, the vegetable leak. Oh my oh, god! Oh, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Are you sure your daughter didn't jump on your head? <laughs> no, but my brain is pretty close to my lower back. Tell us more of the specs. Tell us more of these specs, Mister Vegan. So, so yeah, so seventy five one hundred and fifty watt is like the the first one. It's got one tile, um, which is kind of your bog standard wattage for a, a, a GPU that's not super powerful. Then their two tile GPU is a three hundred watt, which is actually quite a bit more than uh, Nvidia's most powerful GPU. Yeah, that's considerable. Rightly. Man, no cards are that powerful now. Exactly. This is twenty twenty. I think there's no yeah there's no cards that are more than 250 is there at the moment. I don't think so. Um no, and then they've so got either. then they've got some f- up to 500 watt yeah, because I heard about this 48 volt. 500 Sorry to interrupt you while you're talking over me. Um Who me or him? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm just messing. <laughs> um so then they've got a 500 watt but it's a 48 volt. Don't know what he's so going on about Gray. They're almost uh, just, certainly for uh, just... um don't know what he's saying. <laughs> well, I'll stop I'm, not, I'm not part of this. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, why would they make a 500 watt? For what? Um, it's more for data centers by looks of things because it's only got 48 volt support. So obviously you need a 500 to 12 volt. Why would you need a 500 watt GPU for a data center? To I what? Know, Power maybe. a screen with a bunch of characters on That's it? That's what happens when you're powering maybe. a hairdryer to, to cool it down. I mean, I seriously, doesn't that sound silly? I mean... Why would Intel make one like that for a data set? Do you know what? You can't be looking at them numbers, if it's a leak or not. You just don't True. know True. at this point in time. Look at AMD. For years, they had like double or whatever stupid wattages in their cards, and it was just like, 
hot hair dryers blowing. I had some R9 290s, I think they were. Two of them in there. And man, now I swear they left marks on the wall where they were blowing hot air on it all the time. <laughs> Melting the paint. Burn marks, yeah. Well, just just the fact that they're coming out with them is obviously very interesting. Uh, the best um, thing about yeah, it is it's going to push the price down from the other two. Right, exactly. Yeah. And, that, and yeah, and there's there's talks of re, um, ray tracing as well in future models, but it doesn't look like there's going to be ray tracing in the initial models. So, um, by the way, did interesting, you, uh, interesting news nonetheless. Did you hear that ray tracing is coming to all the AMD GPU cards, the new ones? It's oh, not called um, ray tracing, though. They've, is it? they've already no, they've already been announced. They said that they were going to put ray tracing into it. It's uh, not called ray much, tracing for them, is it? I, I don't know what it's called. All I know is I saw that this article that said that it's going to be in there. So whatever they're calling it, you know, a tracing or something. I have no idea. But it's it is. <laughs> but it is coming. <laughs> so um, so just, it's no longer the sacred ground of just Nvidia. So uh, it'll be it'll just to go back quickly. Mystic dude asked, um, "What form is the magazine available in?" Well, it's all going to be. Um, an e uh, an e reader form digital yeah so it'll all be digital. There is the chance, but I don't know yet. I have to wait until it's published. I can get uh, physical copies of it, but I don't know the price of them. We don't know if we're even going to do them yet. Uh, it won't be a regular thing. It'll be either a special to get a um, like a physical copy, or it'll be like it might be like a new tier on the Patreon or something because I know. To get them actually physically made, it's, it, I don't know the prices yet. So we're looking into that. Cause... Need, Sorry? You would need to also guarantee so many are printed as well. It's, yeah. It's really, really, really expensive to get super short run. Like if you only wanted to print, say, 10 or 50, yeah. there's no point. You need to print like at least 1,000 for it to make. Yeah, but work. not if you do like a, um, a special print. If you do a special print, you can print it on. Well, um, the thing is. The company we're working with, they go out to 80 million people. So they've got all the gear. They can probably oh, print <laughs> for a lower price. Yeah. Um, because they're such a big company. Um, and obviously, it's profit for them. End of the day, all these people wanting one or two copies all adds up. Um, sure. And obviously, you can just print out a, a, a quality printer now. Like a big printing machine could print one out. Um yeah. That's what I meant. So I don't know. I don't know if it's it's something that's going to be likely to happen or not, but I'll keep everybody informed with that because it's something I'd like to have one copy of every magazine we do in physical form. You know, it'd be pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so I'll can keep... You get, can you make one of those like a gold skinned and then you just put it up as a special deal for Patreon? You know, that'd be cool. I'm not sure yeah. yet, but this is stuff we want to look into because we want to make sure everybody on Patreon gets what they're paying for. So we want to put out more stuff, and I hope up to up till now everybody's happy. Everybody seems to be happy with how much stuff we're putting out. Um, Mystic Dude said a free toy on the cover. You wouldn't like the toy I'd put on there. <laughs> just like just like just like the free CDs they used to give out in magazines years ago. That's what we're gonna do. Put a, put a yeah. CD on there, a DVD or something. I hope so. Yeah. Um, That's funny. Moving back to what we was talking about, Solaris Fire says uh, R9290s were jet engines. They definitely were. Uh, they had warning stickers on them because they ran so hot. Yep, they did. And them cards actually ran opposite to NVIDIA. Them cards ran up to 99 degrees, and then they worked backwards, basically, which was just bizarre. They'd get them to their optimal temperature, and then it would put the clock speed from there. And then, and then cool seems, it down. <laughs> yeah, just just bizarre. 
Solar as far as asking about a little poseable figure of Jansen on the front of the magazine. That could be... Uh, I could probably get him to do a little poseable thing for you right now. Jance! It's going to pose Jance. for you. Yeah. I know you're there. Come around here. Well, Come around here a minute. Here we go. Just lean into this stick, camera here. Stick your head in there, man. Everyone wants we to see, see a little pose from you on the so camera. So we can see we the, you, the, the other guy on the magazine. They're talking about like toys for the magazine and stuff. And they want to see you as an action figure. So if you could just come in here, like, say... A very small a- one. Action. <laughs> an action figure. Action like figure. Like G.I. Joe. Yeah, go for it. Oh, yeah. Can you, yeah. He's not looking can impressed. Do the thing on the back. There he is. Do the thing I on his back. He wants, he wants an action face. Can you can you do the lever on his back to make his one. eyes move? <laughs> Jadson said he, <laughs> as he got a lever on the back of his head to move his eyes. <laughs> I always say that to him. He does actually... Jansen, yeah, if you're here, his head's looking straight, but you're sitting to the left of him, his head will stay straight and his eyes will just go. Yeah. <laughs> back, and right, back and forth. <laughs> uh, Little Miss Rock says, could have found someone more attractive, right? Who's she talking about? Me. Jansen. <laughs> Rip. Oh, Scooby wants an EKO uh, ring in every copy. Right, let's move on. So, what's up next? We're into the game section, people. Games. And uh, I've been playing a game all day today, um, and I have to say, I'm looking for people to play it with. I know Danger Demon in the uh, community plays it quite a lot with uh, one of his friends. Um, have any of you played the game called Astroneer? It's made by System Error Softworks. Anyone played that I've game? I've heard of it. I haven't played it. Oh, I know it. I haven't played it, but I know the game. It came out on December the 16th. Uh, it's about 23 quid or 23.79. But it's also on the Xbox app. I know you lot was asking for games that are on the Xbox app for us to play. Um, and Three. do you know what? At first, when I first played it, it's an it's like an open world exploration survival, basically. And you're a little space dude in a little space helmet. And you land on a planet, crash land. And then you've got this little like gun and it can suck up everything. It's like a, a hairdryer in reverse. And basically you run around the planet and you have to build and if you like base building this game has got so many tiers of base building and it's all about it's a bit like minecraft but way advanced so instead of being squares you're digging away it's like little parts of hexagons or whatever so the shapes can be anything and you literally i think there is a story but i didn't get that far into it where you have to go around research stuff build bases and it's all like tethering so obviously you're on a planet with no oxygen so you have to build these tethering networks of air so you can walk around any one place. And it's literally, I was really, really impressed because it's all bright and vibrant colours. And like, I dug down into the floor and next thing I'm in a cavern. And then there's like all these under underground machinery and you can go and research it and you can build on it. There's loads of minerals. You have to go to certain parts of the planet. And the thing is, you build this massive great base and then once you've built it, you can actually fly a spaceship into space and go to another planet. And I think there is a um, end game, but I haven't got that far into it yet because I was playing it as a bit of a single player. So it's a bit boring on my own. But I can imagine, say you two are playing it with me, it would be like, look, we need to get um, a polymer. We need to get some iron. We need to get some plastic. And we'd all go off and do our own things, bring it back. And then we'd use that to like make new stuff, new equipment. Um, and it is your typical space game where... You're collecting, you're getting resources, you're building, you're making, you're collecting, building, making, and you're just progressing further and further and further, building a massive base. Um, it's got a massive tech tree. Uh, it's multiplayer. 
and you can fly basically anywhere in the solar system. Have, have any of you even seen this game? No, but I, yeah, you know yeah. what? I was looking at the a trailer with the, some. Oh of the, yeah, I've got a trailer showing the game while, while you were talking, and what impressed me was the graphics. They aren't bad. If uh, yeah, yeah, if the my, graphics Minecraft are quite graphics nice. Is, yeah, I mean, if Minecraft looked this good, I'd probably play Minecraft. But, but this uh, is pretty much like that. Um, you get like buggies and all sorts. Um, but at first, I thought it looked a bit kiddie. But then when I started playing it, I actually was like, man, it's actually got quite some depth to it. Um, yeah. And it's got a very unique feel. Like the little gun you get, it sucks. It just sucks the ground up and you can spray the ground elsewhere. Um, like as you can see from these videos, like you can do all sorts of stuff. And it's just like really, really gives you that feel of exploration in space. You'd like this mm. vegan. Yeah, a couple of people have recommended it to me. Um, just for that sub, uh, Irish Garden. Yeah, it's just one of those games that I just need to find the time to play, that's all. And actually, it's where did so you go, Irish games. Guardian? Because you were meant to play this game with me and you didn't turn up. <laughs> <laughs> I played it on my own. It's really good. You'd really like it, dude. Um, I'm, we need... I'm a, I, you know what? I'm up for it. So if we can get you, me, Irish, you know, whatever. We'll, I do have we'll to be honest, that. Gray, straight out the bat, right off the bat right now, you would mm-hmm. kill me in this game. I'd be like, Gray, go and get that. You'd be like, I don't know where I am. I'm under the ground somewhere in a cave. <laughs> I don't know where I am. Now, because the graphics are better and I can follow this game much easier. We'll see. I'm going to hold you to that. I might even okay. record it. Um, because that's good to me. Speaking <laughs> of recording, is that AOE one ever coming out? Or, or how's that, how's that um, shape? The out? Age of Empires recording, I had it made and I was meant to put it out. And then I uploaded it to YouTube and it crashed. Um, and then I haven't had time to re-upload it because obviously when you've got 4K footage and it's like two hours long, it takes mm. ages to upload, and I just haven't had the time to upload it. Um, but then I sort of felt like people didn't really want to see Age of Empires, us four playing it. Uh, if anyone wants to watch us playing Age of Empires 4 for the first hour or two, um, let us know. We'll, I will put it out. But this is something that I feel that we should do as podcasters. We should start playing more yeah. games together, recording it, and having a laugh with it. I think it's great. Look Why at that not? clip earlier on when we were just playing... Um, Ring of Elysium. Just playing Ring of Elysium, and yep. we literally, 10 yep. seconds into the game, crashed into a wall, blew us all up. It was well funny. You know? Yeah, it was very we, funny. Yeah, we were all trying to jump into the car, so we all jump in the car because people are shooting at us. And then Nick takes off, then they shoot the car from behind, so the car catches on fire or smoking. And so Nick's trying to, like, drive, and all of a sudden, boom, into the tree, friendly fire, we're all dead. Are you two, how, <laughs> how late can you two stop? Can you stop after the podcast? <laughs> Uh, I could. I, it depends what time it finishes. To be fair, we'll be around eleven-ish. So, yeah, we could. Um, uh, if anyone yeah, in the chat, anyone in the chat wants to play Ring of Elysium, start downloading it right now, and straight after the pod, we'll do a couple of rounds on there minimum. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do, do it. A couple of rounds, sure. Let's do it. Let's the podcast now. Thanks, guys. It's been a good week on the podcast. <laughs> we're all going because we're all going to go and play Ring of Elysium. <laughs> Goodbye. <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's well funny we're because like we had half an hour spare before, so he's like, "Let's jump on around," and then everyone's like, "Oh, I've got a gig and a half download." Man. <laughs> but yeah, Ring of Elysium's free, everyone. So just download it now, and then we'll all get into a room on a Discord. We'll get thirty of us in there. And we'll all split into twenty teams. We'll take over one map. Yes. Cool. Power. <laughs> right let's move on um gray what have you been playing um before i get into oh my, my game, god i thought i saw it i thought i seriously thought that said division <laughs> two again then man i was about to just sack him straight just, away just before i get into the game i just want to let you know division two is free to play for the next four days 
So you don't even have to buy it. You can go out and play it. And we've got a bunch of new community members that are playing it now. I've played with all of them. It's been a lot of fun. So that's that. Free to play. Uh, the game I played was been playing is Soul Calibur Six. I don't know if you guys ever played some of the older. Was versions. you playing the DLC or was you playing the normal version? I played the normal version, not uh, uh, Cassandra. There's a lot of DLC. I mean, there's like eight or nine or ten different DLCs you can download, but I didn't do any of the DLC. Um, I will be fair. I, would, I played wow. Soul Calibur years ago, and it's really fifty quid that game. game. I know. I was surprised to see the price was still wow. <laughs> I don't know why, but it, oh, Soul Calibur. apparently yeah. they're getting the money, so I don't know. Um, there's 4,000 reviews on Steam. They're very positive on Steam. Um, it's a fighting game, so that's the only, one of the only times I use controller because uh, I can't do fighting games on keyboard. No, nah, mouse like, and keyboard. You know, nah, I, I, I try no, mouse joking, and keyboard fighting games. I'm joking. Yeah, no. I'm joking. So uh, anyway, it's a six in the series. I played The last time I played, I think, was Soul Calibur three years ago. Uh, but I will be fair. The reason I did get Soul Calibur three, not just because I like the game, but the biggest thing was because the Witcher's in it. So really? what they did is they, yeah, they paid for oh, the yeah, licensing. Oh yeah, he said. Yeah, I know. So I'm saying they paid for the licensing to get the Witcher in, in, into the from the from the get go, not as a DLC, but it's he's one of the playable characters uh, in the game. I so when I that. saw that, I just went, all right, I'm doing that because I wanted I wanted to play Geralt and see you know have him fight their characters, which would be kind of cool. So basically, you get to play uh, Witcher as one of the playable characters. The original voice actor, Doug Cockle, plays the voice of, of uh, Geralt again. And the Witcher brings all his swords, all his sign powers, all the potions into each battle. It's fully uh, so in there. So, it, so everything is there. They even use some of the Witcher music as well during the fight scenes where he's fighting with some of the characters. Does the he have his uh, magic effects as well? He has all his sign powers. That's what that's called. The, the magic oh, effect's right. all there. Um, so you get to play with the action. When I heard that, I said, I got to do this. Immediately, I played the game. Immediately, I picked the character, Witcher, and played. And it's a lot of fun. I mean, it, it takes some of the game mechanics that you experience in The Witcher 3 and takes it up a little bit of a notch because it's a pure fighting game. Um, and I was surprised at how much care they took into it. It even has a small mini campaign in the game, which is okay. I can't um, imagine explains, you playing a fighting game, Gray. That's the only game I play. I, I don't like fighting games generally. I just can't imagine you there the, going to control like, bam, bam, yeah, bam. Oh, yeah. Bam. And this particular, this particular instance, the Soul Calibur and maybe, um, I'm trying to think of the other game or two I play that are fighting are the only ones I even mess Street with Fighter. unless I don't bother. No, not Street Fighter. Um, Tekken. Tekken. I play Tekken. Tekken's fun. Uh, I have Tekken, actually, the latest one, too. Uh, so I was very impressed that they went all out with Witcher. They kept it uh, iconic. He makes references to Witcher 3, mentions the hunt uh, in Witcher 3. They use the music. There's a short storyline for him. And they spent time and didn't cut corners with him and use the actual voice actor. So it was a it was a pleasure being able to play the game, feeling kind of like you're playing something new uh, since Witcher 3, which was really great. The game's been out for a while. Uh, I don't I myself don't understand why the price isn't cheaper. Uh, apparently, they're selling enough of them, so I guess they don't feel they don't have to put it on sale. But I would, I would look around though, because you'll probably find a sale somewhere. But that is a crazy it's, price it's a, in really, this day and age. It is, it is. I admit it, but it, but I did it because again, it was The Witcher. I bought it at full price. What can I tell you? Four thousand so, um, reviews that are positive. Is that all people? Yeah, that very the positive. Game? Not just positive. Very positive. Um, which is not. It's, it's kind of rare to get four thousand reviews all in the very positive. Uh, range on Steam, uh, but it's a lot of fun. If you like fighting games, get it. If you like The Witcher, 
You definitely want to get it. So Jansen's well into fighting games, but his favourite games is the... Is it the DC one? What's it called? Um, oh, Injustice. Injustice right. 2. Injustice 2, right. Uh, and I have to say, that game is, is pr- made pretty well. It's really nice yeah. fighting in that game. When I first played I was, it, it was, uh, it was absolutely broken. I, I got my money back from it. That bad, huh? Yeah, it was that bad. You couldn't do anything. You couldn't actually get into a game with your friend, a multiplayer, just kick one of you out of the game. So what's the point of a two-player fighting game if you can't play with your friends on it? It's pointless. So, uh, as a side note, when we're talking Witcher, and a lot of people may already know this, but Witcher is also in Monster. And he has a whole storyline in Monster Hunter as well. Really? So, he's getting around, uh, isn't he? He's getting around, man. They, they sell that license, right? Yeah, man. When it comes to games, remember CD Projekt uh, bought the rights to do anything they want with games from the author of the novels, and he gets nothing and that's the way he wanted it. He wanted an upfront price. They gave him the upfront price, and they can do whatever they want in the games. Damn. Um, talk right. about a good deal. That's Soul okay, Calibur though, because the author did really well since he's he's part of the series. So he's getting his percentage. I can't so wait for the second, quite, second season quite to come out. Yeah, we got to wait quite a while, unfortunately. I'm hoping, that, uh, I'm hoping that now that The Witchers brought out that, that whole um, set of episodes for TV... I'm hoping other companies are more willing to back it with like the finances for these big computer game series. Oh, they will. They will. Yeah, like you so imagine it, like Fable. That'd be another amazing one. Yeah, it's it's cutthroat now. They're all going to start doing this. They're, they're all they already are starting. starting if you to look do at the this. the low budget films that they used to run off of the names of games like Street Fighter, you had the, the most rubbish film, Mortal Kombat, um, sure. Mario Brothers. The films were all terrible. <laughs> I know. They were bad, especially the Mario movies. Ugh. Yeah, man, it was so bad. Right, let's move on. Vegan, what have you been spaying? spaying? What have you been spaying? I spaced for that. I I'll buy nice. it. How much? <laughs> um, I've been playing a game. Have you heard of the, the game Dus Duskers? The bird? No, I Duskers. haven't. You heard of it, no? No, but I'm looking okay, at it quite so, now. It looks a bit boring. Um, it's actually <laughs> insanely good. <laughs> so, Duskers is a game that a friend gifted to me. He said, I think you're going to like this. Um, it's yeah, When you first play it, you think, okay, this is going to be quite boring. But then you get into it and you start getting a bit addicted because it's just very cleverly done. So, you let me paint the scene. You're basically... You travel in a spaceship from system to system. Do you only play games where you go in a spaceship? You pilot drones into derelict spaceships, um, and then you find means to survive and piece together how the universe became a giant graveyard. So you're basically a remote control drone operator, and you have to type in the commands for the drones. On these derelict spaceships are things like power cell units, fuel that you have to collect, scrap metal to upgrade and improve your drones or repair them. Um, you can find drones that are already dead and kind of tow them out with a drone that has a towing ability. Hold on one second, um, though, but the graphics are all very low. Yeah, yeah. yeah I thought it's I was on the wrong super... game then. Something you described so, sounded well good. Yeah, well, it's not always about the graphics, Nick. Yeah, I'm the like, one that says like that DOS. to you, lot. It looks like DOS. You type in the commands, it's all like DOS. You lit- yeah, yeah, you literally have to do that, and you have That's to dope. type... You have to type commands like open door L1 and 
you have to do things like um, one of your drones will have a motion sensor on it. So before you even open a door, you do a motion sensor to see if there's any motion in the room to make sure there's no enemy, like any alien robots or anything like that. Um, and it, and it kind of like puzzles. You know, you've got to keep one door open to let the aliens go from that room to another. And then as soon as there's, the movements move to the other room, you have to close that door again to trap them in. And then you can safely go around another route to that room. Um, then you'll have one drone that has a um, that can power up things, so that drone will literally have to sit by the power port and plug itself in to power up that area of the spaceship. So it gets a bit puzzle solving, which is really good. But one of the things I really loved about it is turning all the lights off and completely like immersing yourself. Did you feel like you're using hackers? You can't, no, you just feel like you're lit. You're you're genuinely controlling these drones and and doing this task. And it was it's honestly it was worth every single penny. It's only fourteen pounds ninety nine. Um, when you said it, only, and, and I it gets you quite only hard. four pounds or something. Give it a go. Don't fourteen ninety nine is justified. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. How long did you play this so, game for? Uh, I've played it for a few hours, and I need to play it some more. Um, but that I've need played so to many or want games. to want to hundred percent want to um so one of the reviews which i which i quite found quite funny and it makes a lot of sense when you've played it for a few hours is you know a name you know a game gets you when after the first session you get up to go to the bathroom and hesitate at the door should i use my should i use my motion detector here <laughs> <laughs> because because you can't see anything it's all based on motion and and sensors and scanners so you can't you know you're literally so it's basically you're controlling a drone and, and a lot of the stuff is is built up in your mind like reading a book yeah. and then yeah yeah very much like that so you're 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 basically playing looking at from this drone's point of view but you're only seeing computer related screens for the I drone see. that's out in the real world and then you're imagining everything this drone's doing but you're only seeing blueprints of it yeah, you're only seeing like a wireframe version of it. Yeah. And, you know, and it's styled like like what an eighties style back. an eighties style interface. Yeah. It's honestly War it's games. and you get really attached to your drones as well. Yeah. If you lose right. a drone, that's it, it's dead. You've got to take it back and then I you can repair it, but you've got to then find those resources to repair it um throughout space. So yeah, it's Is there an end gen- game to it, do they say or no? Um, yeah, I, the, I, the end game is to kind of find out what what happened, what happened in the universe, why why the space is just so derelict and there's just just alien robot killer robots everywhere. Which one of you um, two is madly clicking on your mouse? I I'm not clicking on any mouse. Not me. Who's in behind me? In it, Chance. Chance. What? Jansen. Your mouse Jansen. is well allowed. Chance. I didn't hear it. He said he can't do anything about it. He's going to ruin our podcast. Mouse on. One. Everybody mouse off. text him on Discord repeatedly. See how he likes that. What is yeah. he trying to work? <laughs> ping, ping, so, yeah. ping, ping. <laughs> I would um, I would definitely recommend giving it a go if you want a game that's just super easy. And because it's such a simple game graphically, it'll run on pretty much any machine, which is kind of cool. Yeah. So it's something I'm, you can play on the laptop. Around, you know. Cheers for that yeah. bit, Jaeger. It's much appreciated, dude. Um, um, Scooby says it sounds like Quasatron from the 80s. I don't remember that sound... game. That... I don't know what I that is, remember... but it sounds I amazing. The... I remember the name. <laughs> I know, yeah. I remember... Sounds like something from Red Dwarf. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, Mystic gonna, Dude um, says drones don't die, they break. They break. Oh, they do break. Okay, cool. Um, it was a couple of months ago when I played it, so but I've got. I'm going to have some more time to play more games soon. So quite looking forward to getting getting stuck into a few of the games that I started to enjoy and then lost time to play. So hmm. you know, it's interesting about game, when you mentioned about the '80s or whatever. Some other games out there, like uh, play upon the '80s or '90s. I think what was the game? I think it was called Her. Was that uh, it? And yeah, and it was a whole or. I can't remember the name exactly, but the whole game re- revolved around the fact that you had to watch VHS tapes of a... Oh, I think you're, I, yeah, you're talking about... Um, I can't remember the name right now. I, I'm, it's a her Story. Game, but, yeah, Her Story. I was close. So yeah. basically, the game is you have, you have to play all these VHS tapes in the game of things that happened to her, interviews of people that she knew, and you've got to pick up all the clues as to what happened to her, where'd she go, was she killed, did she run away, whatever... And you have to get all the clues from simply watching all these old Yeah, VHS no, but the tapes. thing is, the point you're missing there is, is it's a word typing game. So basically, you start the game and there's like a police monitor. So you've got access to a police monitor, which has got a database of people on it and start and search bars. So you can do mm-hmm. like a Google search. And then it's like, it shows you one video at the beginning and it'll be her being interviewed in the police station. And she'll be like, and it will be a random date. So it'll have a random date on it. You don't know if that's the beginning date, end date, or wherever it is in the timeline of whatever's happened. Um, Just a date. Uh, this might turn the cameras off. Oh, it's all right. I'm going to get it up for you. But it, it's it, it's going on um, the old school style of, of having to shove tapes into a machine. Yeah. And get your clues from it and stuff. And I think it's, uh, isn't it? £7.19 I... here, look. So it yeah, looks... Bear with everybody. Mm-hmm. Nick's getting it up for us. Yeah. It's I'll a human active game, up pretty right? quick. I think... I mean, the, the tapes show actual humans. There's so actors look, and actors. you can see there. So you'll see a tape like that, and she's just talking to a um, like to to a, a detective, and then you're the detective. So you can you've got access to watching these videos as many times as you want, whenever you want, and then you have to pick up to what she's saying. So she could be like, "Yeah, but that night I went to the bathroom," and then you go into a search bar and you go bathroom of this club, and then it might bring up if you put a good keyword in. It will give you a video related to what you've thought of. So, like, like someone in that one just put murder, and then it's unlocked two new videos because murder in that area, the database picks it up. And what it is, you'll unlock new video parts, then you'll listen to them. You'll be like, "Oh, this is a bit that I've missed," and then that video part will give you another clue to type something else in, like the docks at such and such address. You put that in, sort of thing, and then it will take you to another video. Um, and then you've got to go through the whole game. Um, I never played this because my missus was playing it on my computer um, and she didn't want me to tell her what happened. So she played through the whole game and completed it. And she said it was a pretty good game. Mm. Yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about it. Totally there's a couple of other games that are similar the, to that. Yeah, um, I think it might have been made by the same company. Um, if you're into crime, like crime scenes and stuff like that, um, they say it's really, really uh, good fun. Because it's like you could sit there for half an hour, literally... Um, like typing in different words and then you go oh got one new video comes up and that unlocks like loads of new stuff for you a bit like a puzzle ah here's the here's the other one there's one called late shift which is on my wish list and i hope to i will get it one day but it's a game that is, looks very similar um it's called her story of... yeah it's kind her of story. a small trend going on where they're doing things things like this using actual actors and and so forth mm. Uh, the, the, 
the remember the first game with real actors. Right, that's what I'm saying. It, to, Police, to play a game with real called? actors, actresses. Police something. Police squad. That's different. Well, the yeah. one where the, the people would step up in the windows, mm. you shoot them with the gun, with the mouth. Mm. <laughs> Do you remember that one years ago that everyone loved and it was like an army background and the screen would move along and you'd shoot people as they popped up. The helicopter would come in, you'd shoot that. You're talking about arcade now? Yeah, what was that called? Air- no, what, oh, Airwolf. Wow. No, uh, oh God, Airwolf. That was a great show, way back. Yeah. Same um, thing. They actually had a Western. Do you remember the Western game they had? Do you remember that one? Yeah, yeah, they had a Western version. They had a police version. The Western version. game was great. It was, it was a yeah. game. Just, people just pop up yeah. at the windows with their guns and shoot I used to cheat. I used to stay right next to the screen and just click on it. Yeah, we've done that. We've all done that. Watch this. <laughs> Shot him in the head, point blank. Wow. <laughs> yeah. uh, First hacks. Um, anyway, we should move on because uh, we're nice and early into the questions. We've got, we've got loads of questions that have been building up for weeks. So we've actually got quite a few questions to get through. We should get through, not through some of these. Uh, we'll do it the same way as we normally do it. I'll read it out and then I'll give you your opinions to give to the world. Yeah. Yeah. Right, first question. That comes in from Cal, and he says, uh, pod question for vegan spaceman. Do you eat scallops or oysters as they don't have central nervous systems, so they're no closer to an animal than a plant? Um, no, I don't. I don't eat any animals at all. They're still, they're still a living being, um, and they definitely feel... They definitely have a reaction if something tries to eat them. Like if um, I stood on it. No, you guys. Yeah. yeah, but wait a minute. Plants have reactions too, though. So. Yeah, I said this to my missus because yeah. I actually asked her earlier yeah. on, and she said, "Look, um, I don't need to tell you what it is. Anything that's got life, don't mess about with it." There you go. There you Simple go. as that. Just don't mess about with it. So yeah, no, I don't. I don't, and I won't. So you kill asparaguses all the time by eating them, essentially. There's just plants. But I've, I've got, I've got, mur- like, we're not going to get into tell this whole vegan... I'm loving murdering at the moment. Do you want me to tell you what I love murdering at the moment? Rocket. Oh, God, I can't get enough of Rocket. Is that just again? Because it's space related, isn't it? Peppery. That's oh, him. yeah, it is space related. What? This, this just dawned on you now? I, I, that's not the reason why I love it. I just love how strong, like, Wild Rocket. Oh, that stuff is delicious. I, I'm oh, game. You're saying going wild. From your it's own like sister. salad leaf, but really peppery. Your own sister says, yeah, but plants have life. Come on. I don't have a anyway. sister. <laughs> oh, harsh. <laughs> Sack him, little Miss LaRock. <laughs> He's gone down the harsh route. Right, be, next question. Scooby said, I bet he cries when he eats an onion. Right, next up. Next up. That's an old joke. Boom. Next and this is from Tommy, and he says, uh, ray tracing, is it worth it? Example, I'm considering an RTX 2060 Super or an RX 5700 XT. The main difference is that the XT performs slightly better in frames per second on average, but doesn't have ray tracing. Price is roughly the same. Does the ray tracing offset the performance difference, in your opinion? Uh, do you two want to go first, or want me to go first? Um, I, I can give my opinion on this. Go for it. Which, which is basically... There isn't enough game support in ray tracing to it's make funny it worth that you it at say the moment. That. It's funny it's that just, you although, say although that. Although there's more now than there was not long ago. So. See, yeah. the way I would say this, because uh, obviously I've got a different. We're, we're all like, we're not like all professionals here. We're just gamers. So mm. uh, these two, their views on it are realistic views of what they would do in their real lives. You're not just making mm. this up for any reason. Um, my view on it 
is slightly different. Um, I would say with a 2060, unless you're going up in the high-end 2080s, um, 2080 Ti's, ray tracing isn't going to be that much worth getting purely because you're not going to see the gains in that kind of graphics with them cards. Now, mm. if you've got a 2060, you're going to be focused on getting just the ultra settings or the high settings, you know? Why worry about ray tracing? It's going to completely smash them frames like down. Yeah. Uh, unless you're going for a card that's like a 2080 Ti or 2080, that's going to have like them high like high-end graphics then worry about the ray tracing after that um so at that level i i probably wouldn't go with the one with ray tracing because you're not going to see that much difference because you're probably not going to be able to put the ray tracing on with the high graphics you're better off with just the high level graphics to look better i i agree and if you're going to go new like it sounds like he's going to do then i would go the 2060 if you were to wait and you weren't worried about buying it now I would wait for the new gens to come out of the 3080s yeah. that we think it's going to be called. They should be much uh, more advanced for that. that much sort more of advanced, technology. yeah. And and by the way, as far as performance versus ray tracing, on a on a on a power or performance level, from what I've read, they said that ray tracing takes very little uh, off any kind of frames per second or whatever than you would think. It's not really built that way. Yeah, this is what I the, mm. I've read. I don't know. Yeah, it's a different processing. It's a different right. Part. Exactly. It it's might a be separate part processing. of the process. But it's still going to have an impact. It's a massive difference if you're looking at ray tracing to non-ray tracing. Um, and I, if I'm right, I don't know if I'm right or not, but isn't it the chip that you use for streaming on your card is what the ray tracing is used with? Is that right or not? I'm not sure. I, I don't I don't remember, but you may be right about that. But, the, but what the... you said about the separate chips is what I'm saying. The load is being taken by a different chip that doesn't doesn't. Yeah, if that chip's doing FPS. something else already... Because isn't, like that, physics the, chip, right, isn't that the NVEX right. chip that you use for streaming? The same chip. I don't know if that's right or not, people, so don't quote me on that. Um, right. I don't know. I don't really care. But <laughs> um, I've got a feeling that that's it. But if you're streaming, then it's going to be using that, that chip. So still, power. there's always a balance. Power's got to come from somewhere. So you take it from yes. one place, it's got to go somewhere else. You know? Yeah, but there's, there's also optimizing and efficiency. So that's why I'm saying wait to 3080s if, you're, if you want to wait. Because yeah, by the time you get, and, I, and you know me, I've been ranting on the file to wait for the 3080s. So now that they're going to come out eventually, um, that's the way to go. Skip yeah. the gen and, that introduced it and get the next one. Jaeger in the chat, he says, in his opinion, ray tracing isn't worth it, especially on a card like a 2060, because it, obviously it's just yeah. not, it's not, you're, at right. that level, you're, like, like I, I said, yeah. you're worried about graphics, not ray tracing. At that level, you're worried about getting high frames in the game to start with. Um, what yeah. I'm really, what I'm curious, I don't know if anybody out there has done this, but on the 2080 Ti's that do have the ray tracing, if you're playing a ray tracing game, are your frames really being affected badly? And if they From are, what what's I the first thing you're going to do? You're going to take away the ray tracing yep, to get exactly. your frames up, and so now your ray tracing is working. And I guess if you want to be future proof and you just want to be ready for when the support is there and it's better, then you could go for something, but I would like the same. I wouldn't go for the. It's a bit of a pointless thing to do though, because like what Gray's saying, you put you get a card of ray tracing, you pay a little bit extra, but your card's not in the bracket for ray tracing, so you can't see them gains at that on that card ever because it's not powerful enough, you know. But then right. if you get it like up to a 2080 Ti, then you can see them. That's where it's worth it. So if it was a 2080, I was going to get a 2080 or a 2080 Ti, then I'd be like, yeah, go for the ray tracing. But if it wasn't that, yeah, and, and if you had a 2080 Ti, if is does ray tracing apply 
only to the higher settings, or do they have a lower setting? No, it's the higher setting from what I've seen. Exactly. That, then it's like the last setting again. you turn up. If you're going into your graphics, you're turning all the settings up. It's the last setting that you turn up. Can I yeah, have that so, or not? Um, exactly. Little Angela Rock says, uh, but yeah, but why pay out the money now? And that's a valid point. Why pay yeah. out the money for this card now? We'll wait till the, the 3,000 3, cards come out. Um, and then Supposedly it's going to be summer or at least fall, from what I'm hearing. You'll get a lot more out of it, won't you? Yeah, I think true. so. Right. Hope that... Um, um, solved your question tommy um let's move on to the next one the next one is ants in your pants and he says uh, what's the difference between overclocking in the bios and doing it through software like using intel extreme tuning utility did you two do any overclocking or not yeah yeah i've i've tried both and i i only trust doing it in the bios is there a reason Um, for that um well actually no sorry the graphics card i'll do through the software um and the I do the the CPU, CPU? and rem- memory in the BIOS. What motherboard do you have? I have a Gigabyte Auros uh, Gaming Ultra. All right. Yeah. See, so my opinion on this is there. There's not a lot of difference, but there are rooms for error. Now, if you're doing it on software, software, you open up Extreme um, uh, Overclocking Utility, or whatever it's called on Intel. Then you have like uh, say another one open and then you have the BIOS what I've learned from my experiences is if you're changing settings in the BIOS and you're changing settings in Windows on these third party programs they likely will crash the computer much quicker because they're fighting each other I find that um, with an Asus board and I'm not just saying this because I love Asus and because I do work with them sometimes this is purely my opinion I, I love Asus's boards because of how high quality they are one thing I love about their boards is they come with a um, their own overclocking program, uh, which is called... I can't remember the name of it. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. Jadson, what's the name of the... Uh, here, Dual Intelligent Processors. Look, I'm going to show you it on here because uh, I've got mine up on screen right now. So let me see if I can get that full screen for you. So you'll see this program the... here, yeah? And this is my computer running right now. So I've got a 38% overclock on my i9-9900K. Um, I can actually have this processor on a 50% overclock nearly, which is like, I think it's at 5.2. Um, are, you doing that, are you doing that through the BIOS or through your software? Now, this is what I was about to say. On Asus, you've got this program. And this program has a new AI overclocking. And what this does is, this looks at real-time AI, looks at your calling potential... And as you're using your computer, it watches all the stats of everything, temperatures, and it actually decides in real time whether you need to overclock or underclock. And it will keep your performance as high as possible. I don't use the AI overclocking on that. I found that with the setup I run because there's so much water cooling, uh, I crash that all the time because it, it gets confused somehow. I don't know why. But what is good about this program is, um, uh, one second, Jack, you need to turn your music down, dude coming back through my headphones sorry people um but yeah um one thing i do find in this is the overclocking it's got an actual automatic overclock and it is pretty good it gets the maximum out and you can see like look my cores are on uh five gigs and that here uh two are on 4.7 the rest are on five um and it's just a, a nice little program but if you're not on an asus board i'll always overclock with the motherboard if i am on an asus board I will use this program 
I will see what it gets it to, and half the time I don't need to overclock because this gets it nearly as good as what I would get it. It changes every single setting. It fine-tunes. Um, now, if you're using uh, Intel Extreme Tuning Utility, that's also got some features on it which are really good. Like, you can benchmark your computer on there. Um, don't overclock it on there. Just benchmark it, and then it will give you an option to go online. When you go online, you can see everyone in the world that's got the same... Uh, individual components as you and it will show you what their clock speeds are and how high they've had it for exactly the same as yours you can load that profile straight into your bios so basically you can see what someone else has got and then you can try and load that profile into yours which is another really good thing but i would say there's not a lot of difference between motherboard or in windows but it's all about how many different things you're trying to use you know lots of people have like four different programs running they all clash so one's trying no, to change this. You should only you should only run yeah. one thing, one type for one thing. If you're doing CPU, you should only use the BIOS or the software. Do not use both. Yeah. Same with the memory. Same with graphics cards. And it, so whatever you're going to use, make sure that's the only thing you're using yeah. to overclock that thing. The only thing I'd say to change in a BIOS if you're using third-party software is the XMP profile on your RAM to make the RAM run at its full potential. Um, even if you've got like some bio, uh, in the BIOS on some of them, they have like uh, low power, average, or like overclock, or high power, or like uh, power saving. Don't always leave that on normal because if you put that on like performance, when it comes to overclocking with a third party program, it will crash because it's doing, yeah. it's still trying to clash. Um, yeah, you need, but, you need everything default. But this yeah. is why, for me personally, I will try overclocking in my BIOS. Then I'll reset it. I'll try overclocking with third-party software. Then I'll reset it. And then I'll get a balance. But for me, it's to the extreme. So I'm trying to get right to that high like gain. Um, mm. But yeah, it, it's trial and error. Um, on other motherboards like Gigabyte, MSI, uh, I don't personally find their biases are as good as Asus's. I think Asus, I know it inside out. I know all the settings. And you know, I just enjoy but doing it with that board. That's, yeah, that's more down to what you know. Yeah, though, personal preference. Using for a long time. Yeah, exactly. Um, another thing as well to consider with software and BIOS overclocking is with software overclocking, it's very easy to turn it off. You know, you can just un uninstall it or reset it and then it's done. You know, it's, it's a very temporary form yeah. of overclocking. Whereas BIOS, you know, every time you boot your machine up, it will have those settings. Yeah, one unless it's got an auto recover, which will go back to default if it's yeah. If that's it's what I was about to say. One issue I've seen great. people have before in the past that have come to me and they're like, "My computer won't switch on." What they've done is they've got a third-party overclocking software. They don't know what the settings are, and then they've done it with graphics card, and I've seen it with CPU. What they do is they put the overclock too high, or they'll put on a graphics card constant voltage, which means it runs the card at full capacity all the time. <laughs> And then yeah, what they yeah. do is they select a little button, which they don't realize is there, saying, have this come on on startup. And then what they do is they put themselves into a really vicious loop. So the computer, they, they overclock it, it crashes, then it loads up Windows again, the program loads, it automatically overclocks it again because they click that button, and then it crashes again, and then they can't get their computer back. And a lot of yeah, people don't realize how to reset the BIOS manually um, with the jumpers. Yeah, and also if if you've done it in software, you can just you just need to run boot in safe mode. So hold down F8 when you're yeah. booting up, 
um, and you can get into safe mode and then it will load with just basic drivers and then you can uninstall the overclocking software and then reboot and you're back to normal again. I think I hear I think I hear a Patreon video coming about one of these things. <laughs> yeah, there will be Patreon videos about overclocking, graphics cards, um, hard uh, computers and stuff. Uh, Mystic Dude says, I think the first question should be, do we really need to overclock? Mm, I would like to hear your view on this, question. Mystic Dude. Um because I can't tell from here whether you're saying to overclock it's worth it or it's not worth it. So put a message in, let me know if you think it's worth it or not. Um, I think I think what he means is like the first question you should ask yourself is why are you overclocking? Do you actually need to overclock? Like if you if your PC, for example, is coming up to the end of its life because newer technology's out, but you don't want to upgrade yet and you want to get the absolute most out of it then you could overclock or if you just want to get the absolute most out of your pc anyway um then yeah and yeah so he's just put saying would some people overclock to run stuff that stock would run so yeah um uh, it's, it's, my it's view on this that question obviously i'm an enthusiast um my computer is normally in the top one percent of computers i think the lowest it's been is the top five percent um mm. using like 3d mark and the thing is for me I will get any computer I have and I will overclock it to the max, everything I can to see what I can get. But then again, I do turn it down. So at the moment, I've got a i9-9900K um, and uh, basically, I could run that 5.2, which is very, very high. It's a pre-bin chip. And I don't run it at that. I run it at 4.7 because that's all I need. Um, mm. But I like to know what I can have my power at uh, I do overclock my graphics cards. So like Red Dead Redemption, I'll get into that. I'll notice the frames are slightly choppy for what they just under 100. I want them at 100. I will overclock my graphics card. Um, I've had my graphics cards to 2,175. So like nearly 2.2 gigs on my graphics card. That's a 2080. See a massive frame increase in that. So um, I would always say it's worth it. But I won't have it overclocked running unless I need to have it running to see a game. Because, like you said, it's pointless. Um, yeah. But there's... So, do you know what? Every single person I come across when I talk about computers, especially streamers, I'll be like, what are you using? They'll be like, I'm using this processor and this graphics card. Um, and they're normally like mediocre. They're not like high level. And it will be, yeah, I still struggle with some games. I'm like, have you overclocked it? Nah. I don't want to do that. It's dangerous. And I'm like, man... You've got a TI graphics card, like a 980 TI, say, which could have a massive overclock on it. Um, even if it's just 100 megahertz on there, it'd make a difference. And they're like, nah, not really bothered about overclocking. I'm like, what's your processor running at? Four gigs. You could run that 4.5. There's a massive difference. Um, and a lot of people are just like, nah, it's too dangerous. But the thing is, it's not dangerous if you just stick to the rules. As long as you stick to temperature and voltage, you, you make sure the temperature's always at a safe temps, and you don't touch the voltage, you'll be fine. You won't damage anything. Um, mm. And don't send me in this. I've got a disclaimer, by the way. Don't be sending it to me saying, Nick, you said do this. <laughs> if you break it, it's your own risk. But I've never broken one. And I take it you two haven't broken one either. No, no. not one. Not one. I always go air on the side of caution. Make sure you're safe. Oh, and also the power of the internet. Just Google your same setup. Like, literally, if you Google your graphics card and your motherboard, you will literally see other people with overclock yeah. settings that have recommended and gone, you know, just showing the whole process, what they've gone up to. And yeah. So, yeah, and you, all you got to do is go a smidge under that just to be even extra safe. So um, there's, there's one other thing out there. 
I was going to say quickly is as well, which is a good little tip, which people don't realize is, you know, you can buy a graphics card. Say you can buy, uh, as one of you lot on your keyboard, or is that Jansen as well? No, no, that's, hold on. I'll just hands up. Mic. Man, all I can do is click. <laughs> Sorry for the clicking everyone through this podcast. I've got Jansen working behind me. And he's working hard to get this magazine out for the 1st of March. So he is clicky clicky all night. Um, hopefully it's not too loud on the podcast, but yeah. Um, yeah, back to the tip. The tip I've got is, is, you know, when you buy a graphics card, say it's like a 980 Ti or a 2080 Ti. Yeah, you get the normal version and then you get an OC version, an overclocked version out of the box. Yeah. That's yeah. I, I would say never yeah. buy the overclocked version unless it's the same price um, as the yeah. normal one. Or Yeah, because you can just overclock yours. The overclock the on sense. that overclock yeah. card, it's like £100 more expensive to buy it. And the yeah. overclock is probably 30 megahertz. It's, it's minimal. You could overclock it triple that on a, on a normal card without no water cooling or anything. Um, so I'd say don't ever buy an overclock card unless it's, the price is the same. Um because yeah, and the overclock is just so easy to do. If anyone that's helped with overclocking their car, just just hit me up on Discord. I'll help you out. Um, There's a very very simple uh, rhyme you can remind yourself of. Come and on. That is, if it says OC, then it's a no from me. <laughs> oh God, man, we got the next Drake on here. Oh dear, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. The... Irish Guardian okay. says I've overclocked. And the PC shut down, and I and had a friend help. Was it me that was, helped you? Yeah, I was going to say, was that you? <laughs> <laughs> There's a few times I've been to Matt's house, and I don't know why PC's working. I'm like, what have you done? I've just I've plugged all these, I changed all this. It's quite funny. Yeah, oh, that's an, that's another thing as well. When you're overclocking, one thing at a time. Do not yep. change all the settings in one go. Do one thing, reboot, test it, make sure it's okay great that's fine now you can do the next thing so always take it step by yeah, step when but you... hopefully there'll be a video on patreon with a nice full guide soon um explaining kind of a step-by-step process just the kind of safety do's and don'ts well the first um, videos i'm going to put out they're going to be basic videos so i'm not going to be going putting out some expert level change all your settings in the bios it's going to be you don't touch voltage and you check your temperatures and these and you touch the base clock uh, we, we probably won't even touch the base clock it will just be sliders for the times multiplier, um, and that will be it, just so you can go from 4 gigs to 4.4, very minimal. <laughs> RAM, how to do your XMP profiling. Um, we're not going to do any timings, because I know you like a timing or two, don't you? Oh, I yeah, do no love timings. a bit of timings. I do love a bit of timings. you got uh, you got Scooby saying uh, with another nice um, phrase, if you can't cook an egg on it, you just ain't frying, trying. <laughs> it's a, a good one scooby and then irish guardian do not listen to irish guardian's advice which is saying go max and work backwards no do not do that uh, that's what he done when he broke his he and fixed it. Oh, is that what he did yeah. oh no but the thing is like um like scooby you'll know this because scooby's well into pcs as well if not he probably knows more knowledge about pcs than i do um because he he actually works in the environment at work and you see some of the crazy stuff he does I do like seeing your stuff, Scooby, man. Um, and basically, when you get the experience of using, like, say I've used 10 i9s in the last two months, overclocked them or whatever, you sort of get the idea, oh, I'm going to put that straight up to 5 gigs, I'm going to put the voltage on this, I'm going to do that. Uh, so I can do that. But for other people, yeah, take it very, very slow um, as you go. But we will do a video at some point. Um, but, yeah, that's a good question, man. 
That was a really good question from Ants in Your Pants. Cheers for sending that in, man. Um, okay. That... Right, what's the oh, next oh. one? Uh, Mystic Dude, this is from you, man. Uh, podcast questions. With FMVs and in-game high-quality cutscenes, what's an FMV? Am I going mad? It's um, um, film motion. Yeah. Film motion film, film video. Motion video. That, that's what her story is, kind of. Film yeah, motion yeah. video. Man, yes, I read that. I don't know what I'm talking you're about. You're using actual... Uh, film quality stuff in a game or a video or yeah, so, actors, etc. Alright, so with film vo- motion videos and in-game high-quality cutscenes becoming more important that for every day, uh, de- for the delivery of the game, which ones do you remember and have a special place in your gaming life? I personally remember uh, Final Fantasy ones, uh, but Warcraft, Lich King ones, and Final Fantasy X also hold dear to me. Um, but Halo and Mass Effect and Lately the Division... Have some worthy note of worthy, note. worthy note. Man, I can't read today. I'm, I've been looking at the screen too long. Uh, so, podcasters, okay. what's yours? <laughs> Chatters, bring yours along to the poddy. So, he wants everybody to tell you what's your, uh, what was your best, what like cutscenes? Cutscenes? Wow. Oh, man. Um, I'd have to say oh, my favourite cutscene is the space bar. The space bar? Because whenever I see a cutscene, I, I, I just press oh, it. <laughs> <laughs> got um, it, got it. Mine is probably um, the cutscenes from Hellblade: Senwa's Sacrifice. They were just sublime. Yeah, really sublime, well darling. Done. I, I would say two, two, two of things, in my opinion. The early, earlier, going back a little bit, the Mass Effects cutscenes were great. I mean, the acting and everything, voice acting, really became part of it. So that was an excellent, excellent cutscene. Later would be back to Witcher Three again. You can't beat it. I mean you know that what? made the that made the story. It's quite funny, but like he's talking about like epic remembrance of scenes between gaming, yeah. And right. you know what? There's only two that I remember, which that I still sing them to this day. And the first one is: Have any of you ever played a game from like it's got to be eighty five nineties called um, Colonization? It was, game was like colonization. <laughs> no, I have. That'd be your version. That's a, that's a different thing. <laughs> that's a different game. <laughs> um, that's part of, that should was, be part of Two Point Hospital. It was probably an eight or sixteen bit game where that's a you, Patreon exclusive. Yeah, you, it's You're one of your ones exclusive. with a bathwater, up close um, and personal. <laughs> but um, this game was like a very pixelated, top-down view, like Civilization. Um, but it was called Colonization. They've brought a new version of it out now. And you'd have to go to the new world and find resources and stuff like that. But you'd have to go back to America and get horses and stuff and bring them out. But the cutscene between that was your little um, was a little village and a little like boat in seaside, and it was just like a little like how do I explain it? It was like a little motion. It wasn't even a cutscene, but there was like um, old school instruments playing over it, like fiddles and stuff like that. And I can always remember the tunes like playing. Um, so that was that for me. The other one was XCOM, where all the people are screaming like "ah," and then you see like aliens <laughs> jumping out. But I haven't, I can't think of any new ones like for the new, the new like really up to date stuff. What about you two? I'm looking at a video of it. It looks mental. No, like like I mentioned, Colon- Mass colonization Effect, early game and later. Are you looking game at the early game or the old one, the new one? Uh, the 1994 one. Like look of it. Yeah, it looks cool. It's a well good game. 
I I've actually see. got the cards over there from the original box, which show you what boats to buy and stuff like that, and all their Ooh, original prices. Box. I should have brought up my original box like games. Little... They're I my favourite games. That's cool. I might look like a bit of a geezer, but inside I'm pretty geeky. You would. We're all geeky. He's a geek. He's a geeky geezer. <laughs> right. So, go on. What have that you one? have you both finished? Did you both finish? Yeah, yeah I, I mentioned opinion before. You, you didn't hear it, but I gave it. It just shows how much I listen to you two. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. So, um, this will be the last question for the show, and this one is uh, from Shellbug, and it says, oh, "Also, as well, uh, Mystic Dude, cheers for that sending that in, man. Uh, we appreciate that." Um, right. So, Shellbug. Uh, I want to know which game you've played which has had the best story. Uh, what game you couldn't put down because you were so encapsulated, encapsulated by the story. Excellent reading there. Very and good. what happened next? What made that game or story so great? Just like an interview. I, I, my, com my comment on this is going to be exactly... Uh, no, no, or... Witcher 3. You're not allowed to say it. No, no, no. no, no. It's just a Let... default answer now, Witcher 3. Witcher 3. No, 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 I can no, just dub it. You don't need to talk. I'll just dub it over you. Witcher 3. Witcher 3. The first game that did that for me, the very first game, was the Mass Effect series. Other games oh, I right. would love, but that one was so different with the, with the story and everything. It was just like, whoa. I mean, I, I remember playing that game late into the morning or night morning next day because I just couldn't leave. Night, I right? to know what happened. Well, Ooh. it started out at the evening, then it went into the morning because I played so much of it, and I just didn't want to leave it down. I didn't want to. I didn't want to put it down. I couldn't. Yeah, I had to see what was going to happen next. And me, then that was one of the few games too back then that kind of set the standard for later. But you really cared about what happened to the characters. If something happened, or they got hurt, or they died, or something, you felt you felt terrible. Since yeah. when do you feel that about a game? It has to be something. Uh, you really... Play XCOM. You feel like that in every single one. Oh yeah, <laughs> character so you dies. Feel, you, you die with it. When you feel that way, it makes that game so much more engrossing. Uh, uh, probably the, as far as a game today that's like that and, uh, is the story campaign on Red Dead 2 uh, we so. didn't read out some comments a lot of people have put theirs in um, uh, Night Trap remember Night Trap I remember when that came out and everyone was trying to ban it because they were saying it was really naughty Mega CD Command and, Con Command and Conquer I remember that Yeah, Command and Conquer was a wicked yeah. game uh, yeah. I only remember the ones from the 80s Tex Murphy Under a Killing Moon or Command and Conquer Firestorm cutscenes Got a wow from me. Man. Betrayal of Condor or the Raymond E. Feast books. I don't know Based what they on are. The, the, books, yeah. the, Raymond e. Feast books. the first game I got proper invested to was definitely the Bully GTA uh, and The Walking Dead Season 1. Everyone went mad about The Walking Dead. Yeah. I played it and I got stuck in the bit where you was in the, like, it's like a, a TV shop. I couldn't get out of the front door. Uh, Telltale, um, actually, I think they either close to or out of business already really yeah yeah, I they, they reading, closed, uh, they're gone. yeah, yeah they're they gone. did they did the series of a few games and then that was it all right they, oh, they had a lot to live up to it um, was kind of hard my game uh which encapsulated me would have had to be uh fallout 3 that was the first real open world game i put it on not knowing what to expect i don't i just don't remember why i even got that game but I remember putting it on and playing it for like two hours and just being like, wow. It felt like I was in VR. That's how good that game was to me at that point in time. I was walking around in a world, picking picking up off any shelf. I could pick up things and sell it, make money. I could go around and find random stuff. 
And I remember just doing so much in that game that I'd done every... That was on Xbox as well at the time. And I'd done every single achievement through the whole game. Why are you laughing now? Because a little Miss LaRock has said, Is Walking Dead the one I don't like because of you, Vegan Spaceman? So, and because her name is Coral. <laughs> Coral. Hey, Carl. 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 Well, is that what it says in the game? Uh, no, her name is Coral. But obviously in The Walking Dead, he literally says Carl as Coral. Oh, Carl. Carl. <laughs> say, say it, vegan. Uh, Gray? Yes. Say Coral. Coral? Or can you say Carl? Car- you mean Carl is the name or Coral? Which one? <laughs> Sounds Carl the same to both. me. <laughs> Well, Say Carl. Carl is the name of a person, Carl. See, Carl. <laughs> and Cor- Wait a minute. And Coral is the stuff that's in the sea. Do you get it? Coral in the sea, Carl is the name of a, of a person. It sounds the same. No, it does oh. not. Only to your ears because you're English. Oh, look, he's dissing all the English people. Everyone, oh, boo. Like boo. I'm just goofing on you guys. Oh. I'm the steak guy here. So come on. I, I booed you with the boo button. something once in a while. You got the boo button. The boo button. <laughs> uh, what about you, vegan? Boob- Wait a minute. Is it the boob? <laughs> Do you know the what? boob button or the boo button? Which one are we talking about here? That's it, crazy. You've gone past your boob button days. <laughs> <laughs> you should only know. Um, so I like um, I liked quite a few stories in games. No, we just want one. There's not there's not many games <laughs> I've played through yeah, to the bad. end. But but I'm going to talk about a game that probably nobody's heard of and. But the and it's it's kind I of haven't. a story, but it's but it's kind of not. Um, it's called T E S T Expected Behavior, and it's a puzzle game where you can pause time, slow down time, speed up time, and you basically got to try and you get these balls. And can these we press it now to speed up time? Certain things. <laughs> you know what? I've had about enough of your. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine we played we played the podcast back and slow down time and we're going? <laughs> oh, I tell you what! If anyone out there listens to this on Apple iTunes, I don't know about all the other podcasters. Oh yeah, you yeah, can you play them at different speed speed. No, no, you can play it at half speed. Oh yep, my god, I, it is so funny! Play it at half speed. <laughs> it's like everybody just can't be bothered. It sounds normal. Okay, I tell you what, I'm gonna say I'm gonna talk about this game in two times speed. So people that are listening, so you listeners, right now and about, just go and set it to for half speed now, and hopefully it will sound normal, or it's just going to be hilarious. So here we go. So the game is called TEST Expected Behavior. You're like you've been captured by aliens, and you've got to solve these puzzles. But they're talking this alien language, and you've got subtitles, and it's saying basically saying if they solve these puzzles, and they're too smart, and we're going to have to kill them. And that's kind of weird. So while you're playing the game, you're like. I really want to solve the puzzles, but at the same time, you kind of don't want to complete the game. And I haven't completed it yet for that very reason, because I don't want to be responsible for ending the human race because the aliens think we're too smart. That was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> There's a few mess-ups there. Play it slow and report back okay, to us next and... week and chat. Now put, it, uh, now put it back on normal speed and I'll talk normal. Mystic Dude said, no, no, don't say how it again, do you solve puzzles? <laughs> and so you solve the puzzles anyone watching this a... back will be like what am I listening to is it fast slow medium I don't <laughs> so know what are we doing what are they talking about my name I... is 
<laughs> I actually I actually listen to podcasts at 1.75 times speed. So you get for it quicker. Yeah, yeah, literally because I don't have time. And I've got so used to it now that if yeah. I listen to something normal speed, it feels really slow. Wait, wait, now, wait. When you go back and listen to our podcast, do you jack it to 1.75? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my Lord. That must sound really yeah, yeah. interesting. Um, the thing is, at 1.75 or at half speed, it's quite funny because your voice sounds really normal, but it just goes faster. Because obviously yeah, at two yeah, times the, speed, yeah, it, yeah. it's an hour podcast you're doing in half an hour. So, yeah. but the thing is, you it's can great. listen to it and you can take it in really fast. I can yeah, anyway. The, 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 yeah, the reason for that is because they lower the pitch so that that way it, you don't sound like a chipmunk. Because in the old <laughs> days, when they, when they sped you up, it brought your pitch up, and so you'd sound like a chump. But now, you, for the do that again, down. that was really good. For the for the and people still li- listening at half speed, Gray said, "For the old days, the people." <laughs> <laughs> No, wait, I got a better one. I got a better one. Play play this back at fast speed. Hi, I'm Greg Gamer 25. <laughs> How do you for that? So, uh, uh, Mystic that Dude put speed. Mystic Dude put in the chat for uh, beeps. Oh, let me do it properly. Oh, I can't, <laughs> I can't do it because I deleted it. Oh, I deleted oh, it. Okay, and I messed up the whole podcast notes. How poo. Oh. Um, yeah, but for, for, um, he says, uh, Mystic Control Dude. Z and you can bring it back. You, know, you like, even overclocked the podcast. You even, got, <laughs> you even overclocked the podcast. <laughs> Cute. Yep. Oh, I see that. It's true. It's true. That's what we do. We don't mess around. But yeah, we're going to do what, our, we're gonna do, next week we're going to do our intros really slow and see what happens. <laughs> Everyone will be like, what's going on? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> bloody machines broke. Bang, 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 bang. That's right. They'll be, they'll be banging on their iPhone, wondering what the hell's going on. Yeah. They'll be sending they'll be sending Nick email going like, "Dude, the podcast is broken. What happened?" Yeah. Um and, yeah. and his answer will be nothing's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> With that people, that brings us to the end of this podcast. Um I just oh, want to say again quickly, check out our Patreon no. at Patreon uh, Extreme PC UK. Um the magazine's going live on the 1st. So if you are going to get it, get it around the 1st and let us know what you think. Uh, it'll be free get on the first uh, episode. So Ooh. check that out on our Patreon. Everyone will have access to it. Um, and apart from that, that brings us to the end of the podcast. Uh, Mystic Dude says, before you all go, just a reminder. All uh, oh, right, a reminder, Division 2, Gray, you forgot. Uh, Division 2 has a... Go on. Division 2, there's a clan, Extreme PC UK clan in Division 2. So all the new guys have been jumping into the game. Make sure you join the clan so we can uh, get free stuff. Yeah, there's quite a big group of people playing Division Two, and it's all Actually, levels of people. There's about so... ten. Com- there's about ten community. Sorry to interrupt. There's about ten community members playing right now. Yeah, but the thing so... is, what I want to get out to everybody is, if you do want to get into Division Two or you're already playing, you're low level. Don't worry, these guys. Then don't they don't only play with high levels. They all play with all levels because it right. puts everybody on the same level. So even if you're new to the game or you haven't even started yet. Don't be intimidated because they're already playing. They will bring you up to their level. They're very, very helpful. Mystic dudes like the pimp daddy of uh, Division <laughs> Two. He can He's tell the you guru. everything. He's a guru. Yeah, the I'm guru. just underneath the guru. <laughs> and Sorry, uh, just yeah, one more thing. Did you see the the new um, the new specialist gear for Division Two? Yeah, the no, new, yep. the new stats. Seen it all. In fact, if you um, go into the Division Two chat on our Discord, you will see all the stuff that we discuss. Perfect. So. Uh, and that's on discord.com forward slash. Yes, join our Discord. It's not, no, I don't know what the link is for that. No, nah, it's it in not, chat. not partnered on there yet, so we haven't Go got to extremepcuk.com. 
It's underneath the, the pod notes. No, it's .co.uk. There you go. And then you'll find it. All of our social media is in the pod notes. So just check it out there. And with that, people, it is time for us to go. Thanks for coming oh, in. No. Cheers for all the subs, the bits, Why? follows, everything else. We'll all do a slow motion out, yeah? So, right, stop. Ready? Ready? Go there now. Ready? Ready? Okay. And go. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Cheers, people. See you later. See you next week. And I'll see you boys in Discord now. Bye bye. Anyone that wants to come and play um, Ring of Elysium right now, jump into the Discord right now.